Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in John chapter 11, verses 28 through 37. This is the third of a series of devotions on a text where Jesus raises his good friend Lazarus, who has died. We haven't actually gotten to the point where he raises Lazarus. We're leading up to it. And by way of introducing you to one of the main topics in today's text, here's a quick funny story that relates to it. Several years ago, I was tapped to help teach my son's confirmation class. And at the end of their three years of confirmation, each kid had to pick a confirmation verse, which they would memorize and recite at the worship service where they were confirmed. My son and a few of the other guys in my class let me know early on, I'm going to choose John 11.35. Why were they so determined and interested in John 11.35? Well, because it is the shortest verse in the Bible. Jesus wept. Their motives were probably off, but if they would have been able to convince me why that verse was significant to them in some meaningful way, I may have allowed it. As it turns out, None of them ultimately chose that verse, but if you're ever in a trivia game and it might help you win a prize, that's it. The shortest verse in the Bible, John 11:35. Jesus wept. Let's back up before we get there to chapter 11, verse 28. This is where we're going to pick it up, which is after Jesus had come. Granted, it was four days after Lazarus had died, which gave him the opportunity to have an important discussion that we talked about in yesterday's devotion, where he clarified the essence of the gospel. This comes right after Martha said, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God who is coming into the world. She was affirming what he said before that, that anyone who believes in him, though he physically dies, he would spiritually live in heaven forever. Verse 28. When she had said this, she went out and called her sister Mary, saying in private, the teacher is here and is calling you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews, who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary rise quickly and go out, they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. This is pretty much exactly what Martha had said in yesterday's text. Verse 33. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come come and see. Verse 35, Jesus wept. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying? Now, I don't know about you, but here's a question that has been on my mind for a long time with regard to this text. Why did Jesus weep? We certainly have some clues in the text. It says that when Jesus saw Mary weeping and when he saw the Jews who were with her weeping, he was deeply moved and greatly troubled. So there was something about their grief that caused him to weep. I searched around on the internet for a little bit. There are several people willing to give suggestions as to why exactly Jesus wept, but I'm still not sure myself. Some would suggest that he wept because his friend Lazarus died, in the same way that we would weep if our good friend died, because we're going to miss them, even if they're a believer and we're a believer. We're not going to see them again in this life. To me, that's not convincing because Jesus knew that in just a few minutes he was going to raise Lazarus. So that's a reason that I'd probably cross off my list. By the way, a lot of this is speculation, so don't take anything I'm saying to the bank, but just hear me out as we try to get to the bottom of this. Another suggestion is that Jesus was weeping because he saw the grief of his friends. He felt bad about the pain that they were going through. This to me is very plausible. Another suggestion about the exact reason for Jesus weeping, which is slightly different 
than the previous one is that he was seeing in an up-close and personal way the effect of death, which is a result of sin, on real people who he knew and loved. Still another suggestion that I've considered is that Jesus knew he himself was going to be dying not too far from now. Remember we talked about this being during the last three months of Jesus' earthly ministry before his death and resurrection. I wonder if his tears were motivated by the fact that he knew his death was going to cause similar pain to these people as what Lazarus' death was causing them. As you think about this, if any of you have any other ideas as to why Jesus wept, shoot us an email at info at christiancrusaders.org. We'd love to hear from you and consider what you have to say. But the bottom line at the end of the day is that Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the one who was to come, the one who we learned earlier in John, was with God at the beginning creating the universe. This same Jesus not only lived in human flesh and was tempted in many of the ways that we are tempted, scripture says, but was without sin. But he also had an emotional side to him that led to him weeping in the fallout of his friend's death and the grief and mourning of that friend's family and friends. This is remarkable that God, in the form of Jesus, would identify with humans to such a degree that he would weep. When we consider this, these two words, this shortest verse in the Bible, ends up being a weighty, significant verse. Pound for pound, these might be two of the most significant words in Scripture when it comes to how they shape our understanding of who Jesus is, who God is, what he's about, how we relate to him, how and why he relates to us. In a sense, it's so insignificant it could easily have been left out. But God, through his Holy Spirit, made sure that John included this detail so that we would understand him better. I guess one of the applications would be this. No matter what you're going through, how difficult it might be, a health diagnosis, diagnosis, relational problems, dysfunction in the family, financial struggles. I can't tell you with certainty that Jesus weeps with you, but I can tell you with certainty that he cares. And I can also promise that if you put your faith and trust in him, as I and many of our listeners have, when this short life is over, we're going to be with him in the new heavens and the new earth where there will be no weeping, no mourning, no tears, no pain, no heartache, no sorrow. And we're going to be there forever and ever and ever. I hope that's encouraging. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.